Hi, this is Jim Lundy, founder, CEO, and lead analyst at Aragon Research. Today, we're going to be talking about Nintex, their rapid growth, their role in the growing digital transaction management market, and all the other things they're doing in, in process and RPA. I'm very pleased to have uh, Eric Johnson, the CEO of Nintex, with me. Eric, it's great to have you here, and thanks for spending some time with us today. Great to be here, Jim. Thank you for having me. Now, I'm going to let Eric tell you more about himself, but I did want to do a brief intro. Eric started at Nintex as a CFO, and uh, three years ago, seems like a long time ago, Eric, you were promoted to CEO. Uh, you've helped Nintex find their stride as one of the innovators and in fast growth firms in both content and process automation. I know you're based in the Seattle area, and like me, you're an avid golfer. Sure, Jim. Thank you for the kind words in the intro. Um, for those of you that aren't familiar with Nintex, you know, we started our life in Australia many years ago. I think it was back in about 2006. And we were originally an add-on for Microsoft uh, SharePoint. So, you know, if you needed to build an application, we had workflow forms capabilities that would allow you to do that quicker and without having to use developers. Um, today, as Jim mentioned, uh, we are a fast growth firm uh, focused squarely on content and process automation. Um, in the past, uh, we've partnered for digital transaction management. Um, but we also have some some new news to share as we continue to evolve really quickly. Jim, I'm yeah, looking forward yeah. go ahead. Oh, Jim, I'm looking forward to our discussion about all the forms of automation, uh, in particular about our role, uh, growing role in digital transaction management. Well, Eric, before we get to the news, I wanted to ask a few more background questions so that our audience gets to know you a little bit more. For starters, you joined Nintex as the CFO and now are the CEO. What's changed since you became CEO? Um, thanks, Jim. Yeah, it is true. You know, I was originally the, the CFO here at Nintex, and when we changed majority investors back in early 2018 um, to go with Tomo Bravo, I had the opportunity to become CEO. Um, since taking over the, the CEO uh, role, I can say it's definitely been a, a, just a tremendous experience, um, very enlightening and absolutely humbling. I'm super proud of our team um, and, and what we do every day for our customers. You know, the, the thing about the CEO is you have the honor of getting to represent everybody and everything we do. And I've definitely been blessed to be with a great team um, at every level in, inside of Nintex. Now, the time I did spend as a CFO was super helpful. You know, it, it gave me a lot of familiarity with the business and the market. And so that ability to build, you know, great uh, trusted leadership team, it probably gave me a faster start to do that. And it's been a, a super great opportunity. I'm really proud of the team we have at Nintex. Well, that's a great story of growth, Eric. So let's jump in. Uh, you said you had some news to share regarding the hyper growth digital transaction management market. Yes, Jim, um, we are absolutely pumped. Um, we recently just made an announcement uh, back a few weeks ago in June that we made a decision to jump directly in the DTM market natively. Um, we made an acquisition of Atlanta-based AssureSign. You know, AssureSign, privately held DTM provider that's been in the business for years, you know, really, uh, Kind of an early innovator a pioneer in the industry solid customer base and we are super happy that they're part of the nintex team you know jim you're one of the analysts that's helped to pioneer the dtm market you know we we've learned a lot working together over the years and certainly appreciate the perspectives you bring and and you absolutely knew and it actually highlighted to us the strength of a sure sign so when we looked at our situation in the market, we thought, you know, this is exactly the, the right company for us. And I'm just delighted to share the news that we just recently made. Well, Eric, hey, that's great news. And we agree that the DTM market is still on fire. 
Now, I've just had some curiosity and, and really for our audience, uh, what made you decide to stop partnering for DTM and actually go native and make an acquisition? Yeah, Jim, that's a great question. So as you know, we've had a serious series of partnerships in DTM over the last seven years. Um, you know, most recently, we've been partnering with Adobe. And since we, then, we've seen um, many of our partners do extremely well financially. And we looked back at the whole situation in the market, right? And we learned a lot about the intensity of it. And what we were seeing is every day in our customer base and prospects, there's a lot of interest in DTM. There's still a ton of processes that are highly manual and, and really need a DTM solution. And we were seeing value in having it all brought together by Nintex. You know, one of the things about having a native e-sign offer is we can control the experience and we can be very aggressive on pricing. And so that's what really led us down the path of, of uh, bringing in a native e-sign offering. Eric, you know, I know that before you partnered with Adobe, you were actually strong partners with DocuSign until they made a move to essentially compete with you by buying Spring CM. Yeah, Jim, that's that's right. Um, you know, we back in the early days of this market, you know, DocuSign had obviously the the price strongest, most known e-sign capability. Um, we were really strong in other forms of automation, and we were partnering, and we had some nice momentum there. You know, they made a decision to go a little bit more broad and and really that put us in a competitive position so at that point you know we were all professional about it decided it was time to wind that partnership down and then we had an opportunity to expand on our relationship with adobe and so we you know we looked at what was out there we started to partner definitely had a lot of learnings of people at adobe are great great culture you know good technology but ultimately there's there's a ton of opportunity a lot of money to be made in the dtm market and our customers really want us to have a completely you know, native on-platform experience. I still believe we're in the early innings of shifting paper-based document processes to fully digital ones. And whether that's either an electronic or another form of digital signature, the opportunity is just, um, it's just massive. No, Eric, to me, it sounds like it was the right move at the right time for Nintex. And by the way, of all the software markets uh, we track, which is all of them, uh, DTM has been one of the top 10 fastest growing markets and it's still projected to be that way for the next six years. Jim, we agree. I mean, we, we see every day out there, I, I still feel like, and I've seen some research on this, probably 60 to 80% of the processes are still highly unautomated and they're, they're, they're manual and they're driving paper. So tons of opportunity, you know, customer reaction has been absolutely fantastic. You know, I wish we could integrate everything overnight because we certainly have demand. Obviously it's going to take us a few months, but not a very long time. And we're going to integrate a sure sign, you know, right in with our doc gen capabilities, our workflow, our RPA, and before you know it, um, we're going to have a highly integrated experience. And I think that you know our customers are going to be really excited. So as we end this calendar year and we turn the page into 2022, I think we're going to have a tremendous DTM offering for customers. You know, uh, Eric, I know you've been busy, and I know this is not the only acquisition that Nintex has done in the last year. Uh, one of the other pieces of big news happened uh, recently when you bought your arch rival K2 software. Can you talk a little bit about that deal? Yeah, absolutely, Jim. I mean, K2, absolutely great opportunity for us. You know, something that we just couldn't pass up. You know, we had, had uh, been in similar markets for a long time. We knew each other well. I actually knew the CEO over there fairly well from a prior part of my career. Um, and, and when we had a lot of respect for the people, we had a lot of respect for the product. And so first off, you know, incremental capabilities and product. 
you know, that their data connectivity, data management, they had some real strength and IP there that we were able to bring into the fold. And then we looked at the team. I mean, a hundred really strong engineers, primarily based out in Johannesburg, South Africa. You know, that allowed us to increase, has allowed us to increase our pace of innovation. And then, of course, we bring a great base of global customers and partners who can help the business move faster. So, you know, end of the day, what it really comes down to is solving more use cases for customers, showing up more often. And you know what? Those two things, those are great outcomes. Well, to me, it seems like Nintex is on a roll. And, and given that you're almost double the size you were two years ago, just kind of curious what the reaction from customers has been on all the growth at Nintex. Well, you know, Jim, I, I think a good place to start is, you know, a little bit of the mentorship I had from John, you know, start with being humble and thankful, right? We, we have definitely had a lot of blessings. We've got a great market. We've been blessed to be able to do some really good acquisitions. We have great team here. We have great people that we partner with and help us on the business. You know, the, the fast growth we've had has been actually all at the end of the day, it's all about the customers. And, you know, if you do right by the customer, if we can solve more challenges for them, if they have an awesome customer experience, if they feel like they get a great price value equation and the ROI is strong, then things go well, right? And that continued focus has resulted in us having a lot of growth and, and they've expanded their relationships with us. We've been able to get new customers and it's made a tremendous impact on our business. Uh, that's great. So, you know, speaking of that, can you talk about any of your recent customer wins that are powering your growth? Yeah, so I'll give you a few examples, some that I can share the logo and some that I'll talk about and you'll get a pretty good idea of who they are. So first one here would be at California Department of Transportation. They had a legal solution that they're using internally and the preferred um, document generation solution in the market is actually is actually draw loop. And so we were able to bring our doc gen in high scale, high volume, you know, really add a lot of value there. And so that's a, a one that I like and something we see really common in the market. Another example is one of the five biggest health insurers in the country decided to standardize on our content automation uh, capabilities. And so we, you know, we beat out, you know, an expansion opportunity in there that was the Microsoft Power Platform and ServiceNow and big, big expansion opportunity, something we just actually closed in the last couple of months. Another really good example is um, one of the top healthcare providers in the country. So another healthcare related, but a little bit different segment, same thing, decided to standardize on Nintex. And then another one I really love that's kind of unique is one of the largest, and you can kind of take your imagination on where this one will go, but one of the world's biggest, most respected, highest value companies that happens to have a lot going on in the, the retail zone of the world. They have RPA capabilities from you know a few of the really big leaders, but they found they're hard to use, they're super expensive. And they were looking for something that individuals could use that they could deploy you know across tens of thousands of people and they could do efficiently. And they actually decided to go with Nintex. So you know, I would tell you that whether it's government, it's large enterprise and healthcare, retail, you know, we're having tremendous success in the market from both new customer acquisition and expansions. You know, Eric, you mentioned something that's a little subtle here. So I just mentioned that uh, that that little subtle thing about ease of use or low code. I think that's one of the always been a hallmark of Nintex, uh, you know, relative to making customers be able to, you know, kind of roll their own, use the platform and put it to work. So you've seen all this huge success in, in DTA, you know, process automation recently. And now you've really enhanced uh, all, you know, the entire, you know, content automation story with DTM. But on the RPA front, you've got the best of both worlds now. You kind of can do both sides. So where do you go next? What's next for Nintex? 
Yeah, Tim, that's a great question. I think one of the things I always talk about is that, you know, as much as we've made some really great progress, you know, I think when I started here seven years ago, we were roughly 40 million in sales. Now we're over 250 million in sales. You know, we've more than doubled the business over the last three years. We've been able to do it extremely efficiently and we've done it in a way that, you know, our, our team members love. As much as that's all great, right? We're, we're still early innings of what's possible. This market has so so much need. And as I said earlier, you know, we think 60 to 80% of process is still highly manual. So I'd say first and foremost, you can expect Nintex to continue to have more capabilities to our platform. Um, if we think about areas like process discovery, you know, we can add some process discovery capabilities and bolster what we do with Nintex Pro Map around process management. So I think that's an area that we're going to we're going to be additive in. Um, if you look at um, investments we're making internally in acquisition, we're going to add more and more use cases. So I think some of that, um, you think of areas like case management, you think of on-platform data storage, you know, being able to build lists and tables in our platform, you know, those are some things that we will do um, with our own development. And then, you know, there's other segments of the market, right? There's people who do things that are similar that I think we can consolidate, bring more power together, again, like we did with K2, you know, provide the customer with a lot more capabilities so they have a, a more that they can rely on from the single provider. Um, and then I look at things like some of the internal innovation. You know, one of the things I think you and I have always appreciated is how can it be that there's so much paper out there? Why aren't we bringing these things into digital forms and, and you know, automating them? So one of the things we, we said is one barrier is just the time, even with a great designer and easy to use like ours, just the time to convert them over. And so our team leveraging some AI that we had built, plus a little that runs on the Azure platform, we just announced an intelligent PDF form converter offering. This thing is amazing. Like when we demo it, people are just blown away. So if you think about some organization might have a thousand, you know, manual forms or PDF forms, get them in a PDF. Maybe they got 2,000 or 3,000. So instead of having to pay a bunch of people to go spend months to convert them, you use our intelligent PDF converter. 95% of the work is automatically gone. It's converted into a digital form, little bit of tiny configuration in there. And now you're ready to roll. So, you know, the net of it is continued innovation, acquisitions. And what we're trying to do here is we're trying to grow Nintex over the next few years from 250 plus million in sales today to over a billion dollars in sales. And, and what that'll really mean is we're providing customers a ton of value, giving them a great experience, and we're providing a lot of opportunity for our team members and, and the community at large. So I'm, I'm really proud of where we're going and, um, you know, appreciate the help and insights you've been able to give us over time. Well, you know, that little audible on the uh, AI converter, uh, we kind of been talking about this idea of transformations as a service. And that is a good example of where you're being able to take you know, legacy stuff and all of a sudden kind of make it digital. And I think on top of that, you know, the Assure Sign deal is really going to be icing on the cake as far as the overall race to this content automation story. Yeah, we totally agree, Jim. I mean, we we learned a lot about the market and opportunity, you know, during this whole COVID period, right? And I would say it's made us, while COVID period, not always fun for other reasons, um, it's made us super bullish on the opportunity in the future. You know, with AssureSign, the awesome team we picked up in Atlanta, plus a, a bunch of folks who work remote, you know, we see a ton of new opportunities coming our way. And I just, you know, I get up in the morning, we're flying out of bed, right? Because there's just so much awesome stuff to go work on. So Eric, a few thoughts about partners. In the past, you've been recognized as one of the Microsoft partners of the year. Where do things stand with Microsoft these days? Yeah, Jim, so we absolutely have a great, great history with Microsoft, you know, that we started out around the whole SharePoint environment, and then we moved on to, to Teams and Office 365, and then on to Azure and the whole suite. So 
I would tell you that our partnership with Microsoft continues to grow. Obviously, they have some base level on product capabilities. That's great because they actually do a ton of advertising around automation, and that's creating more of a tailwind for us. And so our success in the market and our numbers together continue to rise, and we're, you know, we're really pleased with our partnership with Microsoft. And, you know, I mean, you mentioned it relative to one of the customer deals, but, you know, they have some, you know, similar capabilities to you with, with the Microsoft Power Platform that kind of overlaps a little bit with Nintex, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, with a company like Microsoft, what it's uh, either, depending on the day, it's either the number one most valued company on earth or number two, it's the largest software company there is. So they're always going to have something for just about everything, right? Now, um, the reality of it is, is that our customers, they actually need, they need both. And Microsoft has a great set of base capabilities. It's really designed around having every single person be able to do something themselves. Now, what we're going after is, is more sophisticated on the moderate, com, moderately complex processes, the applications that our customers need to build, our mutual customers build. We are a much faster way to build them, and, and we allow them to do it much more cost efficiently. So I think at the end of the day, it's really coexistence. You know, every customer we're going to go into, they're going to have some amount of power platform, and then they're going to need Nintex for the more uh, advanced and sophisticated use cases. Eric, any other major partnerships that Nintex is focusing on over the next year or so? Yeah, I mean, I would say, um, you know, we look at partnerships in a few areas, obviously systems integrators, VARs, and, and ISVs. I'd say at this point, our focus is really on expanding the go-to-market partnerships. Um, what we're seeing as we've broadened out our platform and can cover more and more use cases is that we're becoming more and more relevant to different types of, of consulting and systems integrators partners, particularly those that are focused on the process holistically and around automation and process redesign. And so that our partner network bottom line is gonna to continue to grow. Well, Eric, this is sure was a great discussion. You've got a lot going on. Uh, I wanna thank you for spending some time with us today. And it's obviously uh, that things are on fire at Intex. Jim, thank you. Um, it's been great to speak today. But for our audience and for more information, people can go to both nintex.com and aragonresearch.com to find more information about the whole digital transaction management market and you know the whole digital business uh, content process automation markets. So Eric, thanks again.